Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Geek and I podcast. My name is John, and tonight on Federation Friday, as you can see, we are ranking season three of Star Trek Picard. Let's bring in our panel. Once again, we have Jeff from the Collector Zone, and joining us also, as usual, is Debbie from Geek News Now. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Doing awesome, man. <laughs> now, it's been a week. How have you? Uh, how have you uh, survived without an episode of Star Trek Picard to watch? Did we make it okay? Was there withdrawal? I yeah. had the little Borg on, man. <laughs> well, let me explain. I had to be playing some Borg, shooting Borg, some Star Trek Elite Forces. I don't know if you can see that too well. But yeah, shooting Borg. It's really fun. But yeah, that's what I did after getting through with Picard. Is that a first person or a three per, uh, a third person? It's a first person. It's a first person shooter. So you got your phaser. Like Halo? Like what? Halo? Is it like Halo? Um, well, it's just ps2 so it's not like halo but i mean it's the uh, <laughs> first person yeah well you know we'll go way back because it's like doom yeah kind of. but yeah okay, it's, you, uh, go. you got you got a story you, you want to go if you want to go back and... back that far when we were all kids <laughs> and played <laughs> and played doom <laughs> Well, Doom's in the 2000s, right? I was so, trying to be yeah. hip for the younger crowd, saying Halo. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going old school on you, man. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right in uh, and and get our rankings. We have a board here labeled uh, S, A, B, C, and D. S for superior, A for, you know, I guess uh, the grade I never got in high school. Uh, a B, another grade I never got in high school. C, I got two or three of those, mostly in uh, physical education. And D, I was a straight D student. So uh, let's let's jump right in and uh, let's let's rank season three of Picard overall. Before we go in episode by episode. What would you give this season? And let's not compare it to uh, season one and season two, which we could create a, a row F and just put, <laughs> put those right in there. But uh, overall, what would you rank season three compared to other Star Trek projects that uh, you guys like? Debbie, go first. It's a 10 for me. It's. And really, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this ranking per episode because each episode was really good. I mean, I don't there might have been maybe one that was that. Eh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just going to be hard because to me, this whole season has just been excellent and. I, I think it would have to rank above pretty much all of the Star Trek projects. Okay, let's go a little deeper then. 
<laughs> Let's now on uh, on Thursdays you guys do over on Geek News now the Cantina Happy Hour. Out of the three seasons of Mando, <laughs> where would you put Picard? Wrong franchise, man. Oh man, I don't know. I don't want to get, in, don't I don't get, in, get you in trouble with Dave, but. Uh, no, where, <laughs> where, where would you? Well, I, I you know, he's kind of defensive when it comes up to, uh, to his. Yeah, but Dave's not here. Stuff. Dave's not he's here. Not he, here. he won't know. We, we won't. Right. Tell he'll he'll never. He'll never watch. He that. doesn't watch our show. Yeah, nobody <laughs> does. Cool. Don't worry, nobody does. Hey, the cool kids do, man. <laughs> yeah, those five people in uh, a lower East Africa that watch the program. <laughs> Uh, I your yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it it would have to go above Mando. Not to say I don't love Mando, because oh. I, do, but just because of the writing and the consistency of the season of Picard, it would have to go above Mando. Let me above, ask you a question, Debbie. Above Mando season three or Mando? Mando all overall. Overall? Mm-hmm. De- Debbie, let me ask you a question real quick, okay? Yeah. So, are you, there's no feelings involved. You're just rating how as a professional raider or a Star Wars versus a Star Trek fan or where's your heart at, really? Why are you asking me all the hard questions? <laughs> Damn it. I, I need to know reasoning. <laughs> well, if you can compare Mando with Picard, it's either are you a Star Wars girl or are you a Star Trek girl? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, it, it's pretty 50 50 for me because I grew up on Star Trek. I, I, my brother, my older brother introduced me probably, I would have to say, when the reruns came out which is probably early 70s, but uh, grew up on that and then, you know, watched TNG. My kids grew up on TNG and then I watched all the rest of them, except for Deep Space Nine. I didn't watch that until probably a couple years ago. But yeah, I grew up on Star Trek. Uh, grew up on, because I was 13 when Star Wars came out because there was no Star Trek anymore outside of reruns. But um, yeah, yeah, Star, uh, Star Wars was, yeah, I, I, I can't choose. I, I'm, I'm 50-50. I love them both. Now, Which one of your Thursday, children do you love the most? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> last, uh, last Thursday, did you guys talk about the uh, Return of the Jedi back in theaters? No, we did not. Uh, we are we are going to talk about Return of the Jedi on uh, May 25th because that's the 40th anniversary. So we will talk about that. I have thought about going to the theater and watching it, but I don't know. I like my couch a lot, so I can watch it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, but you have to ask yourself this question. When you go to the theater, which one are you show? The original one from back in 83? We got the uh, 97 
special edition. Then we got the Disney, you know, where Guido start. I forgot what he says, that weird word. I mean, we got several versions. We think they could release in the theater, though. Well, it's it's Return of the Jedi, so McClunky isn't in it. Yeah, I, I assume it's probably probably going to be a special edition. Is, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep track. There's been so many. I'll be disappointed if they show the one that's on Disney Plus right now, but on the theater, because that's just a terrible version. Well, I'll let you know because uh, down in uh, down in McKinney, it's playing in XD, so I think I might go see it in XD sometime this week because it runs until What's May. What's XD? That's like uh, the Cinemark version of IMAX. Oh, oh, didn't know. So, I thought maybe it was. But kind of let us get along with. Bounce, 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 and then here's Princess Leia in her little. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the slave outfit always gets me, man. <laughs> no kid. No kid. I know you have two of them in your closet. Hey. <laughs> no fair All peaking. right. So, Star Trek Picard. We are here. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's rank. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. So, episode one. It's called The Next Generation. And the IMDb description is, after receiving a distress call from Beverly Crusher, Jean-Luc Picard enlists help from generations old and new for one last adventure, a mission that will change Starfleet and his old crew forever. Where would we rank Next Generation Episode 1 on our chart here? I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Joe, folks, thank you for joining. No. <laughs> I, to, to be honest with you, I tried to rewatch them all, but then I got sidetracked with a, a project, so I didn't get a chance to rewatch them all. Someone had that laser pointer out, and you were chasing it around <laughs> in the apartment. No, <laughs> no, I, my headphones. No, actually, uh, no. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, they're all good. Uh, I mean, they should just make one big ass movie and not be happy with it. But I, the first one, I, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I don't know. Is that the one where, wait a minute, is that the one where Q dies? That was season two. No, really? Yeah, we're, oh. we're talking about Star Trek Picard season three. I went, I went, I went too far back. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, why don't, why don't you go and watch the stream? <laughs> And then come back when uh, when you understand what we're doing here tonight. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll rank it right. A. Oh, hold on a second. We'll let Debbie take this one first, and maybe you'll understand afterwards. Take it, take it for the team, what Debbie. We're trying I appreciate to do it. here. And uh, for those of you watching, if you have, a, if you want to drop your favorite, where would you rank uh, episode one, the next generation of season three of Picard, on our chart here? Let us know in the comments, and uh, we. Uh, so, Debbie, go ahead. What? Where would you rank this one? I am going to go because I'm looking at the titles at the bottom of your screen, and I'm trying. I can't to, even see that. Well, I can barely see it. My eyes <laughs> help a little bit, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. 
So I think they have cards. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with B. We're gonna make that one that one a a, a B flavored episode. Yeah, I mean, I hate to, but I know some of the <laughs> other ones were were really good, so I want to save those for. Because <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's it not is one per kick- spot. It is the uh, the the kickoff episode, and you know, is it kind of slow? Do you think it? Do you think it's a little slow to get started, or you know, does it jump right? Do they jump right into it? Well, I mean, you know, usually first episodes are a little slow because you're they're trying to get the feeling of what is going on, you know, where it, where it's going to hopefully lead. Of course, we never knew the whole season, but um yeah, it 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 was a little slow because there's some explanations and I mean, it was a good episode, don't get me wrong, but it might have been a little slow, but I mean, it does have some holes in it. Like he tells, uh, who's the Romulan chick that he's dating? Maris? Is that her name? I think so. I don't know. He says says something like, yeah, I'll meet you in the bar. And then one year later, he's hanging out on the. (laughs) She's nowhere to be found. And by the end, he never did go back. (laughs) Yeah, did it? Because he. I don't think he promised her. So, but it is a good, it is a good initial episode. You know, it's one of those where you, it jumps right into the story. And uh, I agree that that would be a B. So now, Jeff, now you understand what we're doing here. I was going to say you, A already, but, you know, Debbie, oh, where would you Debbie it? vetoed me. Well, you I can go a. a. I can't. But you, if, you, if, if you go... Uh, if you go A, we have to debate it out. So, <laughs> give us give us your reason. I just, I just think they all should be A's. They're all good. A okay, but we'll figure it all out. All right, so we're we're gonna leave it at 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 a, at a B, high B. We'll call it a high B. A very high B. High B. Okay. B plus. So episode two <laughs> is called disengage. And that one is, uh, the description is aided by Seven of Nine and the crew of the USS Titan. Picard makes a shocking discovery that will alter his life forever. And he puts him and puts him on a collision course with the most cunning enemy he's ever encountered. Meanwhile, Rafi races to track a a catastrophic weapon and collides with a familiar ally. Should Where I do we put that one? <laughs> a. <laughs> well, no, because here's the deal. That's the one that I like about where they go and they steal the ship. Right? That's well, what that's I was what... thinking. Well, that that's was at the end, that's at the that's at the end of episode one, is when they go aboard the uh, 
a crusher's titan. Ship. Oh, yeah. See, Debbie, that's what I'm in, trying to in epi episode one, they steal the ship, they steal the shuttlecraft, um, and seven of nine drives them in the opposite direction. Shaw wakes up and says, What the hell am I looking at? Yeah, and then they steal the shuttlecraft and go down and and it ends episode 1 ends with uh Picard being held hostage by Jack <clears throat> Well crap a doodle <laughs> <laughs> No swearing <laughs> I didn't I said crap a doodle Hey there's sense of doodle fans out there I was going to say something else, but I, I restrained myself. For anybody knows me, you know I. So now, do you want to do you want to alter your your B for episode one? Damn it! Um, <laughs> for the sole reason of the introduction of Captain Mister Asshole Shaw. Because <laughs> I was thinking he was introduced in the second episode. No, he's he's there in the first one because that's when they they go aboard, pretending to be uh, the in, you know having the the inspection. The inspection. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I would change it to A, solely on Shaw. See now, Jeff. That's all you had to do was remind her what happened. <laughs> well, you know, that's what. After you guys know. vetoed me, I figured that was episode two. Then. So episode two, disengage, is where we see the portal weapon. Uh, find the red lady. Right. Maggie dies. No, that's three. Never mind. They destroy the uh, the the what was it? The learning center or the training facility or whatever it is. Some kind of academy or some sort. Right where they have the Rachel Garrett mm -hmm. statue, and that's the one where. We hear, we don't see him yet, but he, uh, it's Worf on the computer, it says disengage, you know, Starfleet's changing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, we don't hear him, we just see the text. Right, but it, I mean, it's, yeah. you can tell, <laughs> see, that was another thing that I, that I noticed watching it again was, you could actually hear, I could hear his voice in the words that were being sent on the text. <laughs> so I could, I, you know, like now that I think about it, you know, that yes, that is Worf. You know, you are a warrior. You yeah. hear him, you hear it as, I hear it as Worf now. And not just that computer voice. So where'd you put it, so what do we? To me, this one is, this is a B episode because I'm really not, really I'm not a Rafi. 
not a Rafi fan, but yeah, uh, this mostly Rafi, wasn't it? Ra thought, yeah. Okay. But the third one, the third one has more Rafi though, right? But this, yeah, this is the kid? one where this no. is the one where she, uh, you know, we, you know, see, see, she's having family issues with the grandson. She wants to see, and the I guess the ex-husband is like, you know, I can introduce you to her, uh, to the to your grandson, or I can introduce you to the Ferengi. You could, what's your choice? Did we yeah, watch we, this show at all? Yeah. yeah. Hey, no, I'm, I'm just saying, dude, my memory is not as used to, way it used to be. So, you know, old age. But You remembered Doom. <laughs> hey, I'm a gamer, though. That's, that's different. No, actually, I agree with you. B is where it should be at. I concur. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not too many more to go. <laughs> Thank you, Thank we should have a play at home. We should have a play at home version for the people watching. <laughs> they could do a poll. So next episode is 17 seconds. Do we do we remember what this one was and why the title 17 seconds is important? Yes, Shaw. Yep. We get a little backstory on Shaw and why he does not like what? No. Yes, no. we do. No. Why is the title 17 seconds important? <laughs> because it's that's how long it took him to take the, the elevator. Yeah. The elevator down to save his friend and No, that was Riker's 17 seconds because his child was if having an issue during birth. But Shaw said it first. <laughs> Shaw, mentioned, Shaw re re mentioned Riker's Deanna's baby first? No, Shaw <laughs> mentioned how it took him 17 seconds to get when he was at, what, Wharf, uh, whatever, 359, and he, it took him 17 seconds to get down to where they were, or I don't know what it was, to get somewhere. And then later in the episode, Riker had the same thing, right? That's what I thought. I thought so that the Riker had to ride the elevator for 17 seconds to get to the child, this child. Right. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah, it's, he, it was seven, seven, the longest 17 seconds of his life. Right. So according right. according to IMDb, Picard grapples with a uh, life-altering revelation as the crew of the Titan attempt to outmaneuver Vatic while Raffi and Worf uncover a plot for a ven by a vengeful enemy. I'll say it be for that too. What do you think, Debbie? That's the episode where Frankie dies, right? I believe so. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
but as uh, as far as the 17 seconds, I think it's I, I don't I don't think the the Wolf three five you t are you talking about the Wolf three five nine story in the bar? No, that's the one after that, right? I I thought for sure the seventeen seconds Shaw was talking about something he had to take the lift down or whatever and it took 17 seconds to get to point from point a to point b to try and save his friend or something and, and now damn it i'm gonna have to go back and watch this whole series <laughs> yeah no i think i think that was Riker talking about the birth of his child but later on he he's blaming and a card for his people right was that well, in the, the in the, thing in there? In in no win scenario, that's the uh, one where Jack and uh, Jean Luc are talking in the bar. Yeah, that's what I thought that was for. Okay, never mind. So no win scenario caught uh, caught by a star by Starfleet and facing court martial paranoia grows. As Picard struggles to uncover whether a prodigal crewman from his past has returned as an ally or an enemy hell-bent on destroying them all. I like this episode. Where do you think it should go, John? This one, this one is going to be this for me. This is going to be an A episode because I enjoyed this one. Yes, I would have to agree. Because this, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I, this is the one in the bar where uh, Shaw has his monologue of uh, Wolf Three Five Nine, and you know he says, uh, "Do you know where your old man was?" Yep. So, episode Debbie, five. are you in agreement? Yeah. Okay. Now, I was trying to find my, I don't episode. have all of my notes together, so I was trying to find one <laughs> because I wanted to argue, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> I do not see that episode in my notes on my table. See, okay. you'll have to worry about arguing because Dave's not here. We're all cool here. <laughs> <laughs> so episode five is Imposters. And uh, Imposters is now on the run. Picard and the skeleton crew of the USS Titan must break into Starfleet's most top secret facility to expose a plot that could destroy the Federation. Okay, time out. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I think no win scenario is that might go up higher because I think that's the one with Ro Laren. Mm. I thought that was the one coming up next, the fifth episode, right? I don't know. 
Because that's where they go. That's where they find out, like, uh, no, I could be wrong, probably. Damn it. Now you got me confused. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, trying to find out what <laughs> That's the thing, is they were all so good. Where is episodes? Because she was only in one episode, correct? Yes, I'm trying to figure out which episode that was. So maybe that is Imposters. Yeah. So this Imposters is the one with Ro Laren. Yeah, that should go to Aston. For super cool. So yeah, I'm gonna put that one up there because that was. Oh, uh, no, super cool. Get up there. Okay. Get up there. I forgot what you called it originally, so now I'm calling it super cool. Well, apparently it doesn't want to stay up there. There we go. You gotta use your mind. <laughs> you gotta use the force. <laughs> All right. So then, then we move on to the bounty, which that's is another to me. As the, that's, that's another S episode. He's a father, right? The bounty. Yeah. The bounty is when they go steal the uh, cloaking device. Oh. Which episode were you find out? He's a, he's a father. Was that imposters? No, that was like episode two or something. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I just remembered that part. All right, never mind. <laughs> Damn so it. the bounty I'm gonna put up. I'm gonna put up bounty as the uh, as another S episode because that whole one that's they that's where they split up and. They go. Uh, That's where they go to Daystrom. They go, they go to Daystrom, and then when right before they're about to get discovered, they go to the Starfleet Museum, and that's where they decide to. That's why they made Jordy. Yep. And um, decide the the kids decide to steal the cloaking device. From, from the Klingon Warbird. Yeah. Warbird of That's Prey. a good episode. I like the yeah. episode. And we can find out that Kirk is still there too. Yeah, Kirk is Kirk is there. And they're storing Starfleet bodies of, of importance, I guess. And then that's that whole that whole scene at the end where they uh the Invisible Rescue, I believe, is the the title track on the on the soundtrack, and uh, it's just I don't know if you've listened to the soundtrack yet, but it's just fantastic. I've listened to it uh, two or three times already. It's really really good, and uh, that whole scene at the end where they they cloak uh, to in order to save, uh, and that's where Riker gets captured. Yeah. 
Any luck with your notes, Debbie? Um, <laughs> I, I think we lost you for a little while. That's okay. I, I'm still listening. I'm just reading through the notes as I, of course, my notes are not in order because I didn't have time to put them in order, but. You have them mixed up with your Mando notes? Oh, yeah. Well, I've got Mando. I've got Bad Batch. Uh, yeah. So thank God. separate folders. I do have folders. I just haven't put them in there. Ah. Good thing we didn't have any Marvel show because I'd have my Marvel well, notes in here too. <laughs> well, part uh, part seven is called Dominion. And that is the one where uh, at the very, very end, uh, She-Hulk twerks with somebody. Oh, no, that's wrong. Wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. So Dominion is crippled, cornered, and out of options. Picard stages a gambit to trap Vatic and reveal her true motive. A gamble that puts the Titan in the crosshairs and forces Picard and Beverly to question every moral code they've ever had. So this one is where they realize that it is the changelings. And this is where Vatic uh, executes uh, Tavine. And watching it, uh, as soon as, as soon as episode nine happened, and you realize what's going on, you kind of put two and two together. It's like they gave you the clues throughout the entire series, and then all of a sudden you say to yourself, "Wow, <laughs> she didn't she didn't kill Mora. She didn't kill, um, what was the other one? What was the uh, the girl's name?" Uh, Ensign Essen or Isan or something like that. She didn't kill those two, but she killed Devine because Tavine is over 25 years old. I guess. I don't know how, how you judge Vulcans in their age. <laughs> so now if by the by the, the, the layers of their ears, they have a little you know, like but you have, to, you have to cut them off and see, <laughs> count the rings inside. So I guess I guess this plan wouldn't have worked if Baby Yoda was on the ship because Baby Yoda's 50. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Gokuru. Or Gokuru? Damn it. Gokuru. I can't remember. It's, it's Baby Yoda. <laughs> His nickname is Marketing. <laughs> so Dominion, that's the one where that was a that was kind of like a boring one, you know, where she monologues all the time up on the bridge. That's where she, she dies, though, control. right? No, she escaped. Um, yeah, no, this is where where yeah, remember she uh, they they trap her and they're oh, together. Okay, yeah, that's right. And she goes up into the. She does a uh, John McClane, and jumps up into the the uh, air ducts, and <laughs> somehow escapes. 
I, I would personally that that one thinking about it, it'll be a B for me, maybe a C. I don't know. Yeah, this is kind of you know this is like a C. It could yeah. be a B or a C. Yeah, Most I would I could give this one a give this one like a a high C because it does move the story along. It is, you know, and and she was okay certain times but i don't know a lot of the times the amanda Plummer just you know was reaching down and really really overacting she's not and her father I, man no not at all <laughs> so then that brings us to episode eight surrender that's where he starts using his mind right well, surrender. Yeah, that was last episode. That th this one is basically part two of Dominion. Uh, Vatic forces Picard to make an impossible choice: deliver what he can give her, or watch his crew perish. Uh, their only salvation lies in the mind of an old friend and old foe. That's where Data does his. Dual personality thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's I a would, good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would put this at either A or S. Yeah, you think so? Mm-hmm. I, I would I would say it's a, it's a super cool show, too. All right. So we'll put yep. that up. Based on Brent Spiner alone. Yep. I agree. All right. And then there were two. And this one, this <laughs> one for me is, this one's the, this is the best episode of the entire series. Episode nine, Vox. Don't be crying now. You guys talk about it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's got me ready. <laughs> there's, no, there's no crying in Star Trek. Yes, there is. <laughs> There usually, <laughs> there usually isn't crying in Star Trek, but this one, this one had crying attached to it. There should have been a warning. <laughs> Episode nine of Star Trek Picard season three brought to you by Kleenex. <laughs> Make sure you have plenty of boxes. So I'm I'm going to give this one. I'm going to start this one off and say this is this one's going to go first on the list. Oh, I didn't realize we were listing them like that. I just thought we were putting them in S's or A's or B's, C's, and D's. Well, now it's locked and I can't move it. <laughs> now you've done it. Now, I, oh, there we go. There yeah, Vox is Vox is number one. That okay. is that is the best episode of the series. Um, let's see if I can read the description. You'll laugh, you'll cry. Oh, no, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> a devastating re revelation about Jack alters the course of Picard's life and uncovers a truth that threatens every soul in the Federation. Picard and the crew race to save the galaxy from annihilation at a gun 
gut-wrenching cost. And I mean, it's this one is this is the this is where they go back. This is where we lose my captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where we we get the Enterprise back. This is where we this is where we get the D back. And then the thing that brought me to tears, and I've mentioned this every time, is this is where we get the computer voice. Yep. And Magil. It's just it's magic. Like it's it's literally the best the best episode out of the whole season, I think, as well. This is the best episode out of the whole series. (laughs) I thought we're not talking about the first two. So we're in agreement on that one. Yep. Yes. And then that brings us to episode 10, the last generation. Where do we put, where do we put this episode after we've seen the entire series, the up and down roller coaster of emotions. That was episode nine. Um, all of our questions got answered, or did they? The, mm-hmm. <laughs> where where do we put this one, especially with, uh, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, inside the Matrix between uh, Jack and Jean-Luc? You know, we have uh, Riker's little, you know, we'll see you soon you know, me and, and our son, knowing that he's going to die. And it's that emotion right there that triggers uh, Deanna. Troy, Deanna to, uh, to, to find them. Uh, uh, for some reason, they let her drive the ship again. But uh, that's. But she didn't crash you know, that... it this time, so. <laughs> Then we get kick-ass Beverly on phasers and photon torpedoes. Uh, for me, this has to go right behind Vox. Yep, super cool number two for me. Yep. All right. Anything you'd like to change looking at the board? Can you see the board from where you are? <laughs> I'm locked in. Yeah, I, I I agree with the Borg. With the Borg. Oh, my God. <laughs> with the board. <laughs> Borg fan, aren't we? <laughs> I do like the Borg. They're they're good villains. I like them. Uh, yeah. I, I, I agree. But overall, so now- the season was spectacular, so... It was killer. And let's not forget, episode 10 also had the post credit scene. Yep. With Q. Does that uh, does that change your mind anyway? I liked it. Right, but do you is that is that enough to help move it up? No. Nah. In front of no. Vox. No. So Vox is so, th- so we have under the S category, Superior Episodes, Part 9, Vox, Part 10, The Last Generation, 
part five, imposters, part six, the bounty, and part eight, surrender. Any of those you want to move around before we lock this? Nope. I would like to move the bounty to number three. Or you can put them in chronological order and just watch a series like that. <laughs> <laughs> watch these only five episodes. You're cool. So as as far as as far as a TV show goes, has can you think of any other show that would have? Uh, five superior episodes. Is there is there anything Mando. that you could think of that would have out of ten episodes? I don't think I don't think season, Mando's season ever had two Mando. No, season two Mando was really good. But did it have ten episodes? Only uh, ten. I, I think and we're. Were those episodes longer than 15 minutes? No. Because that seems like the runtime for Star Wars shows. Fifteen. Each one of these was almost an 40. hour piece. Yeah, Star Trek's longer. I agree. But not by much. Oh, that's right. They have a longer credit roll. That, never mind. You're right. I forgot about that. So... All right, so in the A category, we have the uh, part one, Next Generation, and part four, No Win Scenario. Level B, we have part two, Disengaged. Level uh, part three, 17 seconds. And then C, we have the possibly the, you don't want to say the worst episode in the series, but the, I guess, least... Uh, what would you call it? The least oh, enjoyable. Start somewhere, though. I mean, the bar wasn't set at that point, so right. After watching that so first, was, after watching that first yeah. episode, I thought it was cool. You know, I was so like, "Here the, we go." The, yeah. So the lowest tiered episode is Dominion Part Seven, and uh, there you have it. So. Pretty successful for uh, Star Trek Picard. A great, uh, great series from beginning to end. Uh, how many times have you watched it, Jeff? I watched certain episodes more than once, but not the whole show. I was that was my gig, my goal was to watch the whole show again. But I never got around to it. I I have not had a chance to rewatch it. I have a four day weekend this week, so. Um, nice. It'll be on my list, but I also need to rewatch uh, the Galax uh, Guardians of the Galaxies because that movie comes out next week. So, <laughs> I uh, like them. No, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, I, I like well, that little raccoon it, character. Yes, Rocket. There trash, you go. The trash panda. <laughs> so. which is better Gal Gardens of the Galaxy or your Ant-Man movie 
Oh, guard. I like Guardians a lot better, but I am not. Uh, I'm not interested anymore. I think. Uh, I think Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, just killed the entire MCU for me. I'm not. I have. I have no interest anymore. They're gonna have to do something to. To bring me back into the fold, so to speak. So. I tell you what, I've never been much into Marvel, but that first movie with uh, the uh, Iron Man, I really dig that one. The very first one. And I thought, okay, yeah. maybe I can get into it. And it was you, John, and I blame you, get me into that Avenger crap. Man, <laughs> I watched them all because it keeps leaving you off. I'm like, okay. And then by the time I got to the end where everybody goes, poof. It sucks. It sucks. I blame you, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't cry. Now I'm going back to my DC. We got Michael Keaton back as Batman. Yeah. Now, what do you what do you guys think of that? I mean, you have you release a trailer for your new Flash movie, and the first 45 <laughs> seconds is Batman. Hell yeah. That's how you do a Flash movie. <laughs> yeah. That, well, <laughs> I'm I'm so torn between the Flash movie because I have never, and this is before he even got in trouble, I have never been an Ezra Miller fan. I didn't think he they were right for the Flash part. Of course, then again, I'm a huge Grant Gustin fan. I love him as the Flash. He's the one who does it for the TV series. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Ezra just didn't, for me, just did not fit the bill for Flash. So the only reason I'm going to see this movie is for Batman. Michael Keaton yeah. and Ben Affleck. Yeah, I saw he was in there too. I was surprised. I was like, okay. I've heard but some rumors about other Batman, but I'm I'm like surely they're not bringing in air all the other Batman. Oh, that Kristen Bell guy. Well, I've heard all the other. I don't think he would. I don't well, think he would do that. they can't bring back Val, but but that was I don't know if that was somebody's. Would you want Clooney back? <laughs> huh? Did you want Clooney back? I knew. No. <laughs> Clooney was, was nipple, nipple Batman, right? He, he, he he's the at the bottom nipples. of my Batman list. <laughs> out, out of all the Batman uh, movies, that's the only one I walked down. Didn't like it. And then I rewatched it when it came on video, and I was like, forced myself to get through it. And I still, like, at can't. the end. You and can't. I, no, I did, but it sucked. Yeah. And I don't know which one it... Which one is it that has uh, Tommy Lee Jones overacting? I mean, he's like the he's like the Amanda Plummer of Batman. That was uh, that was Keaton. That, that was a yeah. We had he was in Michael Keaton's Batman. Then Val Kilmer no. had uh, no. no Val Kilmer had him. Was it was it was Val Kilmer? Because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was with Clooney, right? Okay. Hold on. I just watched these movies, but I watched them all at the same time. So it's like they all jumble in my head. It's what you get when you get old. And Jim Carrey was the Joker, uh, the Riddler. Yeah. Riddler. With Two-Face. They were like a tag team. 
Yeah, that was, that Arnold, was Al Kilmer. Arnold Schwarzenegger had Poison Ivy. Yeah, that was yeah, that was Clooney at that point. So Val Kilmer had the uh, that one, and then Val, uh, then uh, George Clooney had the this freeze one. Yeah, but I tell you what, when I first saw Batman '89. I was excited, but I was still having trouble because I grew up with Adam West because he'll always be Batman to me, man. But I like Michael Keaton. I just couldn't see him in the role because he did so many comedies in the 80s, yeah, you know? Now it's at the end of the uh, 80s. Jack Nicholson. Yep, that first one was excellent. I, I only thought because of, I want to see Jack, I was like, okay, Michael Keaton did a lot of comedy. Maybe he could pull it off. And they had um, Kim Bassinger, a Bassinger uh, in it. I did not like her at all. She screamed too much. You know, <laughs> somebody looked at her funny. Ah! <laughs> How'd that go again? <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. Now, Michelle Pfeiffer, I liked. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Catwoman all day long for me, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, now we get Catwoman and Princess Leia Slave Leia together. There you go. Make a movie yeah, of that. <laughs> she was much better than the, and nothing against Halle Berry, but Michelle I never Pfeiffer. saw that one. Michelle was Pfeiffer good? was better. Hmm? Well, Halle Berry was uh, in the Catwoman, which was not in the... No, Cat, it was a Tim right? Burton film, though. Yeah. No, Tim I'm just Burton. saying. I never saw it. Pfeiffer was a better Catwoman than than Halle Berry. And that's not her fault. That's just um, the movie itself. Right. I never saw it, though. But I did like a... So, Michelle Pfeiffer was in there, and then there was a... Oh, that good actor. He played her boss. Oh, man, I can't remember his name. Do you know who I'm talking about? Who's who's boss? Okay, Catwoman's boss. He's a really big actor. I just can't remember his name. Which, which Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer. No, the, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, the second Batman. Um, guy, I I have it on the tip of my tongue, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, I, I don't remember. God, dog it. Such a fine actor. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Zorin from uh, A View to a Kill, was it? No. Oh well, this is a Star Trek show. So, oh, are you talking? Anyway. <laughs> you're talking uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, more cowbell. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he starts he, coming he, back. He played. He played Zorin in. Uh, 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 a view to a kill, James Bond. He was the bad really? guy in James oh, Bond. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right, man. Yeah. I, of course, you said I'm James right. Bond. No, you just said James Bond because that would trick my little brain going. Because you said the name, I like Zorin. And I'm thinking like Superman or some bullshit. <laughs> that's what I thought too. I thought, do you mean uh, God? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like going Superman. Right. <laughs> that's what you okay. get. <laughs> You guys need to quit drinking. So, all right. Yeah, that war man's getting to me. 
I can't help it. I'm old. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know where you guys rank in age, but I'm old and my brain's not what it used to be. I'm telling you, man. I Growing up in the 70s, we took our bikes and did Evil Knievel stuff. We were doing crazy stuff with ball rockets, having wars. And yeah, we weren't. We weren't like putting shoulder pads on the helmets and bikes and skateboards and all that. So yeah, right. I think our, I think times. our, I think the biggest issue with uh, generations of our age of people is that we drank out of the garden hose. Yeah, and that that may have caused <laughs> that may have caused some damage. So, and and you let someone drink it first because that's when the hot water starts coming out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, down here in Texas, maybe, yeah. It takes about five minutes for the cold water to, to come out, if ever. But uh, up in New York, it was always, you know, it wasn't cold. You couldn't make tea turning on the garden hose. So, well, okay. All right, well, thank, thanks, yeah. guys. What, um, what do you guys got coming up this week? Jeff, what's, uh, what videos are you working on for the uh, Collector Zone? Oh, yeah, so... This is the first official the Collector Zone live stream show, and it's it's all nice and polished. It's not going to be the way it was when I tested it out last Sunday. So expect a lot of cool stuff. All right, that sounds good. And uh, Debbie, what do you got? Uh, what do you got? You got anything Monday? You preparing the crowds for Guardians <laughs> next week? Well, as of right now, uh, yeah, Guardians, um, Jonathan Majors and the issues he's going through, and um, maybe some Andor. I don't know. We didn't do a show last week. That was the plan last week was to do Andor, but Chris forgot he had other obligations, so that didn't happen. But yeah, so Monday possibly we'll be doing Guardians, reviewing the first two movies and Jonathan Majors. And then Thursday, oh my gosh, we just talked about this too. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a garden. very long day. Uh, See, that's why we put you on the bottom where it looks like you're flying the ship. Oh, wait. I know. I remember now. I remember now because Thursday will be. Okay, Deanna. It'll be May the 4th, which is Star Wars Day. So we will be talking our favorite things in Star Wars. In all of Star Wars. So, and mine will be Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford. So may may the force be with you, as a force Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll be um, Star Wars show. Our favorite things, characters, ships, whatever else we can think of. Books. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. And Jeff and I will be back uh, Wednesday with something to talk about on our Wednesday chit chat. Uh, we just pick a topic and decide what we want to talk to for talk about for about an hour. Uh, we'll take up then, some shit to chat about. Yeah, we'll find something. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk giant Pez. There you go. 
Oh, and be yeah. sure, hey, Sunday, at 7 p.m. is the Collector Zone show. All right. Don't forget Sorry. to uh, find the Collector Zone on YouTube. Find Geek News Now on YouTube. Uh, don't get, give them a uh, give them a, a subscribe and hit the bell icon so you know when they go live. Uh, GNN has a, a really long list of cool uh, things that they produce. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Tick Talk. Tickety Talk. So, and uh, and thank so, you guys uh, hitting four thousand for the Geek and I. Thank you so kindly. Yeah, we hit four thousand on Wednesday and then dropped down to. Thirty-nine ninety-eight. Somebody put us on discount, and uh, <laughs> it usually was. I wish we had lost one more because I was like, "Oh, let's go down one more to thirty-nine ninety-seven," because that's so that's the clearance. It. That's yeah, that's the clearance prices at Walmart. So <laughs> anything with a seven at the end. So uh, we want to thank you for four thousand uh, over four thousand subscribers. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you for your time and uh, energy. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, give us a like and share out this video. And uh, we will see you very, very soon. On the next one. Later. On the next one. Later. <laughs>